You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Take 
to African Perspectives, where we view the issues of our day from an African worldview and African-centered perspective. This program is unapologetically African. It is a custom in the African tradition to ask elders for permission to speak, having been granted permission to our ancestors whose shoulders we stand on, to our elders whose shadows we walk in. I greet you, my dear brothers and sisters, in the language of one of the greatest civilizations on this planet, it gave the world the basic disciplines of knowledge of science, math, architecture, music, writing, law, religion, you name it, we did it. The Greeks called it Egypt, but they called themselves Kemet, and Kemet means land of the blacks. I greet you all in the Kemetic language, the word of peace, Hotep. It is truly an honor and a privilege to pour libation because we truly do stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. We're going to use water because water has no enemies. Water is the great cleanser, the great purifier. Everything on the planet that lives, it needs water from a tiny microscopic organism to a tall redwood tree. We pour water into the earth to invoke the spirits of our ancestors and we say the word ashe. It simply means so be it. So we pour this libation to God for all that God has done and for all that God will do. We sashay. We pour this libation to Mother Africa, birthplace of all humanity, everyone who has lived, everyone who will live in the future. We all have a common ancestral root in Africa. We pour this libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. I mentioned Kemet in the opening. Kemet was the height, the apex, the zenith of African high culture. But there were others as well, as Tymeri, Punt, and Nubia. So we poured this libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe. 
report us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zangai, Benin, Great Zimbabwe, civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankare at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution. So he poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe. We poured us libation to the Ma'afa, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the Infakani, the great tragedy, uprooted out of Africa. Our brothers and sisters lay a carpet along the Atlantic Ocean. We're in North America, South America, Central America, and throughout the diaspora. So we poured us libation to our brothers and sisters who suffered the Ma'afa, the Infakani, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the great tragedy. We poured us libation in their honor and in their memory. We do not know their names, but because of them and their sacrifice, we are here. So we sashay. We poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. If you ever heard me do a libation, you will know that we were not slaves. I repeat, we were not slaves. We were captives. What does a captive want to do? Get free. So we poured us libation to all those men and women who fought against enslavement. In fact, I maintain that some of us are more of a slave today than we were in our initial captivity because some of us are a slave to vice, to corruption, to drugs, sex, and violence. So we poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. Gabriel Prosser, Nat Turner, Denmark Vesey, Harriet Tutman. We always resisted. And we will always resist. So we poured us libation in the name and the honor of those men and women who fought against our captivity. We poured us libation to those unborn, those young men and women who will once again lead us back on the stage of human history as a free and proud and productive people. We sashay. We poured us libation to brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. We need each other. We don't have good family life. There's a saying, conditions shape conduct and consciousness. The conditions in our community are bad. The conduct towards each other is not good. Because why? We lack consciousness. And consciousness is more than just awareness. Consciousness is a deeper understanding of who you are historically, who you are culturally. So once we begin to understand the importance of brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. Brothers and sisters, let us all say, Ashe, Ashe. You are listening to Time For an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Good morning, African world. You are listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. And I am your host, Baba Oshi, Hotep family. Hope everything was well with you today. Hope you're going to have a good day today and I hope you get a chance to do all the things you want to do, should do, must do, can do, and will do. And I hope the weather will be accommodating for you to do it. But if it doesn't, and it ain't so because it's too damn hot or it's raining too damn much or whatever it is, damn it. <laughs> and it has to get done. It must be done. You will get it done. 
And that's why we love you because you're always willing to do what is right. You know, you don't procrastinate. You always do what is right. Brothers and sisters, you're listening to African Perspectives here here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and our, and timeforanawakening.com, Time for an Awakening, Black Talk Radio Network. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., 10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11 Mountain, or 8 to 10 Pacific, or any other time around the world. But if you cannot listen to this program live, you can always go to our archives at Time for an Awakening. At the top of the page, you'll see podcast. Click on that. The drop down, you'll see African Perspectives. Click on that, and there will be programs that are dated and titled. But, of course, you get as a shortcut on whatever you use as a search engine. If it's Google, if it's Firefox, whatever, I don't know. Help BBOTUMI, whatever. Yes, on BBOTUMI. Put in, you know, Baba Oshi, B-A-B-A-O-S-H-I dot net. Baba Oshi dot net. And there, once again, will be those programs that are dated and titled. Other programming we have here on Time for an Awakening Media. Uh, once again, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time. And all times are going to give our Eastern Times. On Tuesdays, Black Reality Think Tank with Dr. William Rogers from 8 to 10 on Tuesdays. On Fridays from 8 p.m. until... It's time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. On Saturdays from 7 to 9, the Sankofa Elders Council. The Sankofa Elders Council from 7 to 9 on Saturdays. Then on Sunday at 7 p.m. once again, it's time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. And the number to call is 215-490-9832. We Buy Black. The largest online marketplace for American African-owned businesses is WeBuyBlack.com. Get everything you need from American African-owned businesses. WeBuyBlack.com. All those products that you see are produced by us. The underwear, the toothbrushes, the toothpaste, the laundry detergent, all of it. WeBuyBlack.com. And, you know, they, they have a packet that you can get. For, I'm, I can't remember what the exact price is, but it's a nice, you know, packet that you can get with the soaps and so forth just to support us man and you got to do that God, we got to do that you know it <laughs> Africa for the Africans brother Wamani Tahimba is preparing to once again take some of our people on a tour of a lifetime on an adventure or a tour or whatever of a lifetime going in November November 17th through the 28th so that's a ways away not a far away but it's good enough time that at this moment you're hearing me and you're saying, you know what? I'm going to go. It's only $3,800. You know, put a down payment down, pay on it. By the time November comes up, November 17th through the 28th, you are going to Tanzania. Beautiful Tanzania. Okay, $3,800 November 17th through the 28th. Or a little bit later, December, December 24th. To January 5th, 2023, for $4,000 going to Ghana. March 30th to April 10th, 2023, $3,800 is the trip that was, that was postponed. It's going to Senegal and Gambia, Senegal and Gambia. May 24th to June 5th, 2023, $4,000 once again going to Ghana. 
July 20th through the 29th, 2023, $3,800 to Liberia. And then November 16th through the 27th, 2023, $3,800. Once again, going to Tanzania. So you're going to Tanzania this year, November, November 17th through the 28th. And then next year, November 16th through the 27th. And still only $3,800. You can deal with it, brothers and sisters, you can. And then December 24th to January 4th, 2024, going to South Africa. Brothers and sisters, everything you need is on the website. Go to africaforthefricans.org. Everything you need, all the information, the, the, the paperwork, the visas, the shot, everything, all that information is right there for you. Also, too, you can buy land. You can invest. You can repatriate. All that information is there for you, brothers and sisters. If you want to see pictures of previous tours, go to Facebook.com forward slash Bomani. If you want to see videos of previous tours, go to YouTube.com forward slash Bomani 2007. Africa for the Africans.org. Habasha. Habasha Incorporated.org. Habasha stands for helping Africa by establishing schools at home and abroad. Habasha, they're doing the work. They're doing the work here and they're doing the work in Ghana. The Habasha Works Program, um, Black to Our Roots. Sustainable seeds, golden growers, and urban green jobs. All those things are that Habashaw Incorporated is involved in. And of course, the Kashi Project. And they have, with the Kashi Project, a launch, a opening. The Kashi International Launch, October 8th through the 17th. October 8th through the 17th of this year in Ghana. You'll be able to see for yourself what has been done, the beautiful land. The, the chalets on it and so forth and all the other things that are happening in Ghana, West Africa. So, all right. Habasha, incorporated.org. Ledge. The Ledge Group Land for the Environmental Development of Group Economics. The Ledge Group, brothers and sisters, my good brother Peter Brown. I gotta give him a call, get him back on. I mean, just as Brother Jay said about Brother Peter Brown, I agree. The brother's dynamic. What he has done, you know, they deal in the four areas of human existence that are vital to human existence, which is food, water, clothing and shelter. And they have 12 projects on six different countries in Africa with over 170 employed and over 260 members. Brothers and sisters become a member of the Ledge Group. And if you do become a member of the Ledge Group, you have the opportunity to buy land in Tanzania at $250 an acre. That's right, buy some land and build you a home in Tanzania. That's what Jackie Robinson's son did many decades ago. He, he's one of the top um, coffee growers in Tanzania. Yeah. I know some people who moved to Tanzania from here, from Atlanta. They're doing great. Brother Odiemi, he's and his wife and, and, and daughter, I think he has two kids. They're doing fantastic. They look great, too. Man, I'm telling you. So, brothers and sisters, go to the Ledge Group. All right, all right. Uh, B.B. Atumi is having some problems with the website. I keep trying to hit it up and just not working. But, of course, you know, B.B. Atumi is coming out of Ghana. So, there might be some issues there because they're coming out of Ghana, you know. And um, 
the Kambal family, you know, Vadala Kambal is the one that Kambal is the one that uh, manages uh, Bibi Atumi. Of course, his father and his mother, and you know, and his sister, Mataki Kambal. You know, beautiful family in Ghana, West Africa. Smy Pharmacy, Smy Pharmacy, S M A I F A R M A C Y. Smy Pharmacy, brothers and sisters, if you got an issue, a health issue, and you are just tired of taking pill after pills after pills after pills, you're taking two, 20, 30 pills a day, contact Brother Jabril at 731-327-6229. That's 731-327-6229. And schedule an appointment with Brother Jabril. And see, I can talk it over to him. He can come up with a, a plan for you. A holistic health plan for you to change your life. If you want to contact him by email, contact him at smilepharmacy at gmail. Smilepharmacy at gmail. S M A I F A R M A C Y at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With Dada, Selfie Market and Juice Bar. Located in the West End here in Atlanta, Georgia, on Ralph David Abernathy Boulevard, across the street from Soul Vegetarian. See, I'm I'm promoting these businesses as well by just saying where they are and you know how they're connected, like the Shrine of the Black Madonna. It's just right down the street, one block away from where Madonna's is. And of course, uh, they're open now on Fridays and Saturdays and Sunday. Friday and Saturday from one to seven, and on Sunday from one to three. Of course, they got books, furniture, clothing. You name it, incense, all kind of the, the red, black, and green shoes, uh, Kwanzaa kits, all kind of good stuff at the Shrine of the Black Madonna. Wadadas, they got delicious fruit drinks, smoothies, and so forth, all health drinks. And then on uh, uh, Saturday and Sunday at Wadadas, they have vegan food. You can buy a vegan dish right there at Wadadas. The Medu Bookstore in the Green Bar of Omaha, contact Mama Nia. If you're in the area, stop in. Say hello, buy some books, postcards, greeting cards, T-shirts, gift certificates, figurines, you name it, she's got it. Located in the Greenbrier Mall. At, give her a call at 404-346-3263. That's once again, 404-346-3263. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. Also, another bookstore we promote is the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar. Located at the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar is in Main Street in Lithonia that is east of here, right off of Interstate I-20, going east, going towards Augusta. Give him a call at 770-305-6373. That's 770-305-6373. The Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar. There is light in the Black Dot. The next Exit east from there is Turner Hill Road. Exit 75, Turner Hill Road. That'll lead you to the new Black Wall Street Market. That's right, the new Black Wall Street Market. Brothers and sisters, check it out. Especially this weekend, Thursday, Friday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday particularly. Okay, because they're not open on Mondays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Because I've been there during the weeks. You know, not too much happening. 
But boy, it's, from what I understand, I got to go because it's been jumping and they finished up with the supermarket and some other things. I'm Big Mama's Porch, the restaurant they're going to put there. Even back there, there's supposed to be a number of, of, of other restaurants and so forth. And of course, good friends that are there, a brother um, who has the athletics, he has a store there, you know, with the African athletic wear with African themes, the Dogon Star Seed, the Moors, the Omex, the Rebels, the Heteroos. And then, of course, my brother Saj, Sajafo, he has a store with African art. And he has his uh, jewelry that he sells in the pop-up in the back, you know. Um, Tim Buck, too, brother Sajifo. Yeah, And then, of course, uh, my good friend, brother Michael McGee from Milwaukee, Michael McGee Jr., they have a CBD store in the in um, in the new Black Wall Street market. So get a chance, check them out this weekend. All right. Us Lifting Us, the Economic Development Cooperative for Our People in the Spirit of Ujamaa on Thursday night broadcast tomorrow night from 9 to 10. Uh, it's on blogtalkradio.com. If you go online, go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash ULU. Us lifting us. The name of the program is Dare to Win. That's it from 9 to 10. If you want to call to listen, you can do that. If you want to call to give questions, comments, or concerns, dial 929 477 2789. That's 929 477 2789. Us lifting us. Dreamland Village, Homeland of Dreamland. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was listening and watching and reading about the uh, Tulsa massacre in dreamland. You know, they show some pictures of it being devastated. But I tell you, Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop located in Macon, Georgia at 2910 Napier Avenue in Macon. Give our good brother Abija a call. They're open from Tuesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Give them a call at 478-256-1166. That's 478 478- Two five six one one six six Homeland Village Cultural Gift Shop and all so much more. Man, they got all kind of stuff. Just like my good sister, Sister Amonset, Shelly Amonset at Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop located. 4140 Jonesboro Road in Forest Park, Georgia. Inside the International Discount Mall. Sun Goddess Sense. That's a good sister. Man. Give her a call at 404. 404- Four three four seven nine six three four three four seven nine six three. That is Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop. Sanjay Dash Haiti, Sister Gabby is doing an excellent job of, of educating young brothers and sisters in the northeastern portion of Haiti. And so, give her a call. And give her a call. Don't give her a call. Go online. I'm sorry. Go online at Sanjay S O N J E Dash. Haiti, A-Y-I-T-I dot org. Sanjay dash Haiti dot org. Yes, Akaban Institute and of course Baba Baruti and Mama Yah. The um, school is about to start. School is about to start next Monday, this Monday coming up. School is going to start. And uh, and of course they have been uh, having school now for 24 years. That's right. It's online. African-centered online homeschool tutorial program. The Ackerman Institute is a full-time 
African-centered homeschool program beginning its 24th year of operation. Courses include math, language, arts, science, and social studies, including African and American African history and the game of chess. Courses are taught by instructors who have experience educating elementary through college-level students. But the, the, the grades at, at Aquaban Institute are from 4th grade to 12th grade. And it's, the, and it's this year's school year, uh, to, uh, 2022 to 2023 school academic year. And it's on Zoom. So, I mean, you know, they had some students who were uh, online from Africa, you know, online from Ghana. So it's beautiful. So contact Baba Baruti or Mama Yabaruti at 404 753 7237. That's 404 753 7237. And of course, you can drop them an email at Yabaruti at Yahoo or Mawali Mubaruti at Yahoo. Okay. Also, to family, uh, the. Um, okay, here's. Where's that at? Come on now. You acting funny like that. Baburudi's um, quarterly, men's quarterly, is next week, Saturday, August 6th. Next week, Saturday, August 6th, from 12 noon to 2 p.m. And his quarterly is... Wait a minute. His quarterly is Warriors, Negroes, and Lost Souls. That's what you put on the information for for you and anyone else that is going to be uh, participating in the online program. Your name and your email address so you can get the link. Warriors, Negroes, and Lost Souls. And his is from 12 noon to 2. And then Enia, her sister quarterly, Our Life Lessons equals Life Blessings. And her quarterly um, includes um, our life lessons. Put that in there. Your name and then you, of course your email address. So you can you can get it. And that is um, from four to six. Okay, from four to six. From four p.m. to six p.m. on Saturday, August sixth. And brothers and sisters, November nineteenth, from five p.m. to nine p.m. Kibuka. Remembering the Ma'afa through the eyes of our ancestors. Deep family, very deep. Remembering the Ma'afa through the eyes of our ancestors. So, okay. Okay, let me go get into some Inye Sesim of daily revolutionary thought. That's right. Inye Sesim of daily revolutionary thought that time it's that time to get into some revolutionary thought <laughs> ironically I'm reading two of the quotes by people I know you know July 26 we devoured the lies of the feast that they fed us and like birds we regurgitated it, the meal and shared it with our offspring Alima Injai, that is my good brother's wife. Alima, she's a Neotech good sister. You know, Ben Injai, you know the black, the Black Panther. Yeah, good brother. He 
he's been um, uh, giving out some good information. I mean, he's well knowledge in African spirituality. Got to get him on the program for the Maasai Warrior Clan. But that's Sister Alima Njai. And now, our misguided, deformed generosity has our children floating around in the enemy territory, oblivious to the perpetrators and the predators in their midst. They cannot see the threat because they are unable to distinguish the real from the unreal. Having been made compatible with an artificial, superficial, insubstantial reality which violates and consumes every sanctuary within its consciousness, they live on a cultural fault line which has opened them up to an abyss of lies and artificiality. They think out of logic which prefers fantasy because it is easier to survive and offers a world of eternal play. Artificial intelligence perfectly matches an artificial reality. So it is no wonder they reject what is natural and deep. Even those of us who should know better are raising generations who are more comfortable inside decorated caves than outside basking in awe of Antioch. Yah's natural glorious beauty following another's dehumanized despiritualized materialistic tradition which elevates image over substance even many reared into centeredness run from righteousness an expertly weak ox avoid of Africa and where ox devoid of Africa that's deep I do not pass I meant to say affirm I do not pass on menticide. That's deep. This was a deep quote, y'all. The sister's quote, Sister Enjai's quote. Yeah, that's what's happening. The Enya Sasim, I tell you. A good quote by Jetty Shimshu Jehudi, Dr. Jacob Carruthers. The ideal man is thus supposed to be the epitome of Ma'at. That is, he will demonstrate balance. He will be modest and reserved and yet firm and straightforward. He will not be arrogant. He will show respect for his elders, his superiors in status. He will love and honor his mother, his wife and children. He will be sober and moderate in all things. He will also enjoy life and be gracious host to his friends rather than a miser or a spendthrift. He will work hard and seek comfort, but not because, but, excuse me, but not become obsessed with material possessions. Above all, he will speak and do right. He will speak and do what is right. Rules provide, that, that's once again, that, that quote is uh, Baba Jimsu Shahudi, Dr. Jacob Carruthers, Baba Jetty. Rules provide a framework within which order can be established and maintained. Words need order, and the guidelines for that order have already been carved in ancestral stone. However, those rules do not seem to apply well online. This is either because they are unknown or they are systematically ignored by those in flight from our tradition. Either way, this normalness significantly contributes to frontline decisiveness and creates an environment 
where Urugu can infuse a progressively ever divisive chaos. That said, balancing rules need to be established and enforced so that chaos can be removed. The establishment of these rules can only be the work of warriors. It is their work because those who establish rules for themselves have a greater binding commitment to them than those created for them by others, regardless of loyalty. Compliance with these rules is, of course, voluntary, but non-compliance with these or other logical rules designed to positively strengthen communications between warriors speaks volumes to intent, which often festers in a corrosive ignorance. Affirm, I am the epitome of Ma'at. Affirm, I am the epitome of Ma'at. Brothers and sisters, the Inye Sesim of daily revolutionary thought. Ah, yeah. Today, you know, last night, and I, I think I think Monday we talked about it because um, talked about uh, Emmett Till, and so last night I was you know just looking at stuff and I saw on Facebook somebody was talking about there was a problem with a new movie coming out about Emmett Till, and I'm like really. Mm, I didn't know there was a new movie coming out, of course. Uh, Oprah Winfrey's involved in it. I knew there was a movie that was designed for the um, networks of of streaming um, the women of the movement. And one of the women of the movement, of course, was Mamie Till because of the death of her first son, Emmett Till. And, of course, uh, I watched that. I don't know if some of you had a chance to watch it on streaming. I don't know if it was on, I think it was on Netflix. I think it was on Netflix or Hulu. But anyway, it's well done. Young sister produced it who starred as Mamie Till. And, uh, you know, it's it always, you know, that story is harrowing. It's because it's so terrifying about how evil and vicious these sons of bitches can be, you know. And also it brought to light because why? Um, even though she recanted this story that he whistled at her and so forth, uh, it was still forgotten. And, and, and the DA, they said, well, there's nothing there for it to, for this thing to be open. And it is what it is. And well, recently it come to find out in a, uh, there was a warrant for her arrest in Mississippi. She lives now, she's alive and she lives now, I believe in North Carolina. You know, Carolyn Bryant Dunham, you know, and so uh, Mississippi said they're not going to do anything about it. They're not going to, you know, issue the warrant for her arrest. You know, I mean, they issue warrant for the rest of stuff has happened for hundreds, you know, um, tens of years. Bill Cosby, you know, um, who else just got just well of course uh in 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 uh, the Nuremberg trials the Nuremberg trials in Germany for all those people that done some bad things to the European Jews took their property and imprisonment imprisonment and killed them killed many of them supposedly six million you know and I say that not disrespectfully I say that 
because I say supposedly the 22 million people of us killed or the 10 million that were killed by the uh, by the Belgians. Okay, so don't be tripping. You know, because them Jews, them European Jews, they'll jump on your ass in a minute, won't they? <laughs> Man, I tell you, I wish. I wish a mother would. Uh, and, and so what you what you have, all of them, I mean, uh, Eli Wiesel, who was the Nazi hunter, suppose, supposedly, he would um, find them living here. Find them living here in the States, hunt them down, issue a warrant for their arrest. They they go to court, they get arrested, they get imprisoned. You know, because they, they, they come up with assumed names and so forth. It was very easy for the uh, the Germans because German, the Germans have been coming here uh, since, you know, Europeans took this country. So Germans, Spaniards, all of them, it, it, Italians, Irish, whatever. And so, but um, but those Germans who had came here, you know, and, and other ones, and they try to find some who had went particularly to uh, uh, Argentina. Maybe that's one reason why they got rid of all the Africans in Argentina systematically. You know, because there were a lot of Africans in Argentina. You know, in fact, I I seen a here. Uh, what was that on Facebook? Uh, you know, uh, what was that? Uh, it was a um, diaspora, and so they're saying. The African diaspora, Africans and their descendants outside of Africa in 2021. Here are the roundup numbers. Number one, that's right, family, Brazil. There are more Africans in Brazil than any country other than Nigeria. More Africans in the country of Brazil than any country except Nigeria. So more Africans than anywhere else, even on the continent except Nigeria. 108.2 million. 108.2 million Africans in Brazil. 46 million in the United States. 11 million in Haiti. 8.5 in the Dominican Republic, which of course is the same island as Haiti, so that when you put those two together, you know, you got exactly almost 20 million people. 20 million people of African uh, descent or diasporan Africans on the island of what used to be called Hispaniola. 6.3 in Mexico, 5.8 in Venezuela. Venezuela. 4.9 in Colombia, South Carolina. South, Colombia, South Carolina. <laughs> Colombia, South America. 4.4 million in France. 4 million in Cuba. 3.3 million in the UK. 2.9 million in Jamaica. 1.3 million in Ecuador. 1.2 million in Canada. 1.2 million in Peru. 1.1 million in Italy. 1.1 million in Spain. 1 million in Puerto Rico. 800,000 in Germany. 800,000 in Trinidad and Tobago and 400,000 in Guyana. I'm quite sure there's a few other places, but that's the list. That's the top 20 list of Africans in the diaspora. 
you know, Africans in the diaspora. And let me just say, and I've been saying this for a long time, we have no friends. And those brothers and sisters in all of those places have no friends. We must be friends and protectors of each other. We must break the chains that these people have on our minds and our hearts to look at each other with respect and the willingness to work together. We have all we need with the brothers and sisters on the continent and the brothers and sisters in the diaspora. We don't have to ask nobody for a damn thing. So this piece about Emmett Till, and so I uh, pulled it up. Let's talk about this Till trailer and why so many American African people are opposed to an Emmett Till movie. The trailer is a sister who uh, is making the movie. Sister Chihuahua, uh, I can't pronounce it. Okay, yeah, you're right. I couldn't even pronounce my name when I first got it. So, hey. <laughs> Till has dropped a, a, a African people have had a negative reactions when the trailer dropped in the Till movie. Till has dropped, and that's the name of the movie, Till, dropped, has dropped, and African people have a negative. Young brother playing Till, and the casting is good. Oh, the casting was good for the sisters movie that I saw that was on Netflix. You know? So the trailer for the upcoming Till movie is out, and well, I just don't think I'm ever going to be prepared to watch this movie. Hmm. Who's writing this? This is written by Zach Lindley. And this is News One. This is News One family. News One. I I get a lot of stuff off News One. And the trailer. Here's the trailer here. The, the movie Till is actually focused on the true story of Emmett Till's mother, Mamie Till Mobley, and her dedication to receiving justice for her son. At the very least, that lesson, the chance that the audience are going to be ex- expected to watch a graphic depiction of Emmett Till's brutal lynching at the hands of Caucasian monsters. The truth is, I'm hesitant to see Till for the same reasons that I never watched Ava DuVernay's Central Park Five I just don't like watching American African boys suffer. Hmm. <sighs> Emmett Till. And they show a uh, Caucasian lady and her sister-in-law here. Before we go any further, it's worth mentioning that if American African Twitter is any indication, most American African people are more than just anxious are not just anxious about seeing this film. They rather to simply not. They rather that it simply not exist. Somebody named Cynthia. She wrote, "I truly hope the Emmett Till movie flops, so y'all can stop trying to make movies and profit off African black people's pain and trauma. The actual story is 
visually targeting and, and, and the trigger enough. So how anyone can sit and watch the movie all the way through. How can you do it? I don't think we need another two movie, actually, somebody wrote. Why on God's earth are they making an Emmett Till movie? Nobody wants to see that. Let me just say this. That's bullshit. I think that an Emmett Till movie and Emmett Till documentaries should always be seen. I don't like when somebody says that, well, we shouldn't show that. No, we need to show the history of our people and show, the co- and show it correctly and show it justly. A lot of times, things don't need to be embellished. We don't need to have, quote, artistic licensing to put up some stuff that is not true. Put the information out there. But some of us just don't want to see that because we're in a more comfortable place and that makes them uncomfortable. And some of them don't want that. So they don't want Caucasians to be uncomfortable. Just like this bullshit about uh, critical race theory and teaching history. They don't want Caucasians to be uncomfortable. I didn't watch Fruitville Station, Central Park 5. I'm damn sure ain't going to watch a movie on Emmett Till. Okay, Chris, with your weak ass. There's nothing, there's nothing all that novel about the Emmett Till movie. Using the brutal murder of an of American African boy to humanize everyone except them is a core tenet of modern activism. For the record, the film's director, a Nigerian filmmaker, the sister I mentioned, she said, uh, what did the sister say? She said in recent interview that she had no intentions of dramatizing the horrors of Emma Till's death. I don't want to re-traumatize audience or myself. She said, I knew that the way I needed to tell this story was through the emotional journey of Mamie Till. We've got to keep it focused on Mamie and her relationship with Emmett. Once everybody was on board, I started a very intense uh, uh, research journey. She also said the film does not just show the inherent sadness and pain, but also the joy and love that is really at the root of the narrative. So, that's comforting, I suppose, right? <laughs> yeah. This movie is much more than what Emmett Till has been reduced to. A gruesome murder and disfigured body. This is about telling the story of a young boy and his mother who became the mother of the civil rights movement. Okay. If Emmett Till movie focused on aftermath of lynching, particularly Amy Till's activism in Jet Magazine, and it didn't fe- feature any dramatizations of the lynching, I'd be more than down. Okay, well, I believe the creators have good intentions and have done good work. Well, we'll see about the movie. While myself, I'm apprehensive about seeing the movie, I got to say, many of the negative Twitter reactions feel kind of knee-jerk. I understand the sentiment of American African folks being tired of black trauma stories. But I also but I also have to ask, how can our historical stories be told without inclusion of Caucasian supremacy, racism and privilege and, and violence? 
this isn't to say that Africanness is defined solely by racism and Caucasian violence. We have endured, but racism and violence are not things we can easily separate from our stories. Every step of American African progress has seen Caucasian violence as an adversary. And yet, American African history and even the most violent and horrid aspects of American history are often depicted in novels, TV, and of course film. This isn't what, this isn't like when some Caucasian woman decided to write an Emmett Till opera. That's right, brothers and sisters. This Caucasian woman decided to write an opera, Emmett Till opera, and tell Emmett's story from the point of view of a fictional Caucasian character. No matter how many American African contributors signed off on that project, that was just a gentrified Caucasian nonsense that should never have happened. But this ain't that. Mamie Till's story is one that rightfully should be amplified on the big screen. With all that being said, here's what I didn't here's what I didn't want to see in the movie. Yes, I'm gonna talk about that opera when we come back from the break. <laughs> We've been over the fact that American African people don't want to see some trauma porn depiction of Emmett Till's death. And it doesn't uh, and it doesn't look like that's going to happen. But what's equally important in my opinion? is that all the villains in the movie be depicted as villains. Not only is it important that Carolyn Bryant Dunham, the Caucasian woman whose racist allegations got Emmett Till Lynch in the first place, not be portrayed as a sympathetic character even remotely, but she needs to be actively portrayed as the villain she is. I don't want to see any depictions of her character that lends any legitimacy to the demure victim she erroneously claimed she was in a recently unearthed memoirs. I don't want her, I don't want to hear about Dunham's claims that she never wanted Emmett Till Lynch and that she tried to defend him from her husband and brother-in-law, Roy Bryant and J.W. Milam. I don't want to see this woman humanized to any extent at all because she's the one that got him killed. We do not need an Emmett Till movie. Some, uh, who's this cat calling himself Black Jesus? We do not need an Emmett Till movie. We need someone to drag that old racist heifer and lynch her. <laughs> I will not be supporting this Emmett Till movie at this point in, in his uh, performance. If you aren't going to arrest the old bitch, you have no new information to offer us and are just trying to re-stir trauma that that keep that and you can just keep that yeah that shit we're getting an Emmett Till movie meanwhile Carolyn Bryant Dunham the Caucasian lady who lied on him still not convicted they really is you know they're playing in our faces at the end of the day it's not hard to understand why American African people feel the way many of us do about this film. The tragedy of Emmett Till is one of those things we hold sacred. Even the narrative that Emmett's open casket served as a catalyst for the civil rights movement is problematic because no one wants to see his story turn into a redemption arc for Caucasian Americans. Still, I don't think it's fair to cast dispersions on a film that we haven't seen yet. 
past a trailer just because we don't like the idea of Emmett Till's movie at all. In short, if you don't want to see this, then don't. But you not wanting to see it doesn't mean it shouldn't exist. I say. We have a caller. 267. 267. Good morning. Hey, good morning, brother Oshie. Hey. I'm going to keep it real short, my all man. Right. All right, brother. I, 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 on, on this thing right here, uh-huh. I agree with you 100%. It's like, uh, because to the average beast, when they see a movie like this, they're going to celebrate it. Mm. You know, it, 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 it's food for their soul mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's the that's what they do and that's who they are. Ah, right. So, but I can't understand. And I'm going to put the responsibility right back on us. Mm-hmm. I don't understand those of us who want to go see 12 Years a Slave and all that garbage. I mean, yeah. that's nothing but garbage. And, and is you know, I... So, I, I, you know, the responsibility goes back on us. We need to put our foot down and tell whoever these creatures are that are writing. You said it was a Nigerian person. So they yeah. have no, they, you know, I, I notice a lot of things about Bollywood because that's what they call it. I notice a lot. They have no uh, problem writing about us in a nasty, vindictive manner. I mean, you know, some of the comments when you go to their websites and you see the way some of those people on that continent feel about the American, the Africa, uh, I'm going to use your term, the African living in America. Mm-hmm. When they see, you should see some of the things they say about us, Brother Oshie. That's why when you get on here and you talk about unify or die mm-hmm. or pan-African or perish, right. I said that's nothing more than another religion because it's not based on reality. Because a lot of them folks off that continent, they're they're into tribalism. Mm-hmm. The Ibu does not like the uh, mm-hmm. Yoruba right. and, and so forth and so right. forth. So. You know, it, it's almost like a religion when you say that because it's not, in my opinion. Okay. Now, in in, in your in your opinion and the scholars that you read is based, but it's, in my opinion and what I see and the Africans from the continent that I meet, it's not really based on reality because they're here to take part in what this country offers. Mm-hmm. There is no revolution in them. Right. None. I hear so, you. And you're you know, right. So, so they you escaped. know, I, I just their feeling is that. I just, yeah, their feeling is they es- their feeling is they escaped. You know, uh, they exactly. escaped. They well, they escaped the poverty of Africa, the wretchedness of Africa. They escaped, and 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 they're here. You know, just like I seen a comedian talking about uh, Africans don't like uh, American Africans, and American Africans don't like Africans, but they love white people. You know, if they all left the white man. You know, I, I tell you what, brother, when I go to some of these jobs uh-huh. and they're in there, they, they man, they they come at me like the clan. And I'm talking about those brothers and sisters off that continent. Mm-hmm. They will. And but when a white person or European or whatever you mm-hmm. want to call mm-hmm. the dominant society, because right now they are the dominant society. When they walk in the room, they're all teeth. <laughs> They're all yeah. peace, man. Yeah. And so, you know, certain things that I see, I just keep it real. Right I know on. people don't like to hear it, but mm-hmm. I'm only talking about my experience. Right. And my experience is not based 
on that. You know, just like we could talk about religion, you know, that, that, that preacher can get up there on that stage and talk about you can go to heaven if you do this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. Well, it's almost the same thing with Pan-Africanism because, it's, you know, the people that are, 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 are really pre—because believe me, if I really believed in my spirit that it works— Mm-hmm. And I'm supposed to go back home, and I'm supposed to take part in the culture there. I would been I would have been there yesteryear. Okay. So, but right now I don't believe that, and that's the reason why I'm in this country. I hear and I hear in everything what the Pan African is saying. I, I see certain things that what they're saying. Certain things I say, well, if that was true. Yeah, that would work. Uh-huh. But right now, it's not based on reality, and a lot of people don't like reality, man. And that's why, and, and, and that Emmett Till movie, the only thing I would like to see in that, and you're absolutely right, is that woman, Carolyn Bryant, or whatever her name mm-hmm, is, right. being hung <laughs> or thrown in an electric chair. Yeah. Then I might go pay and see it. Yeah. But other than that, man, I don't want to see it. That woman's still walking free, admitted that she lied, and an innocent 14-year-old was killed. What I want to go see a movie like and, that and, for? And, and, of course, the, the authorities of Mississippi don't want to uh, – execute the the warrant for her arrest they feel that hey it's over there's nothing new we don't not going to execute the warrant for her arrest uh her involvement was minimal if if nothing at all we believe her when she said she tried to tell uh, her husband and her brother-in-law not to do do this that or the other and so forth and and so they're not going to do nothing and those two punks you know what i mean those two punks yeah, you know what I mean. So you, who wants to see that, man? Yeah, that's actually smearing crap in our faces, man. And I'm tired of Bollywood doing this to our people, man. We got to start calling them out. We got to start like, look, some of these films y'all putting out is absolute garbage. Like I just found out that the writers for that world star hip hop that that shows every ratchet act are Africans. That's their mm-hmm. website. Putting that out about oh, really? the African in America. Y'all, yeah, man. So it's a whole bunch of those sites out that world star yeah. hip hop. Those are Africans from the continent yeah, that yeah. own that website. So, you know, we got to start calling these people out. Let me you say know this, what I mean? Ralph. Let me say this, Ralph, and, 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 and I mean this sincerely. Since I am somebody who truly believes that it is our only salvation, it ain't Jesus. It ain't Christianity. It ain't Islam. It ain't none of that. The only salvation for Africa is African unity. But we have been so damaged and so manipulated and undermined by a system that continues to perpetuate the idea of our inability to break the chains that these crackers have on our minds that we can't see and, and, and there is no hope for us. And, and so many of us don't believe that we can do this. And so, therefore, right. we become catatonic. We don't do shit. You know, we don't move. Right. You know. Well, I, I, I put it this way, Brother Oshi, and this is the God's honest truth. I can sit here and blame, and I, I'm going to put it, the system over and over and over again, but when do I stop becoming a victim and I start realizing I'm really a volunteer? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the responsibility yeah. still is it's on us. us. It's on us. We, I agree you with know, you. That, I'm not yeah. going to embrace victimhood. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because where does the victimization stop? Mm-hmm. And we stop becoming volunteers. Yeah. So, you know, 
you know, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm just sick of a lot of stuff. Like I don't see people coming out of these churches, out of these mosques, out of these religions that we attack so much, shooting and killing one another. Mm -hmm. It's us. So, you know, I'm, 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 I'm just sick of the BS. When are we going to stop and look in the mirror and say like, you know what? When well, when when are we going to wake up? Bro? Yeah. So, well, you know, I just had tell a you, call with yeah, that, right man. On, right on, Ralph, but I don't think that we'll wake up as long as we're in this. It, 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 this will continue. This is a disease environment for us, and, it, and it'll be that until we get up out of this madness, get up out of this insanity. It will be that. But once again, this country perpetuates individualism, materialism, right. greed, and violence. And and it is. It's the world it, now. Yeah, it's it, impacted it's, us. It's the it's, world now. Yeah, it's that impacted us so it's, deeply. It's worldwide. Yeah, because the European mindset has been made global since he went out from Europe back in the 1400s, 1500s, and began to colonize the world, and colonizing information about the world. You know, and putting himself in that position of authority on the world because of why? The ability to kill your ass. He has always found better ways and more scientific and more uh, modern ways to kill because that's who he is. That's what yeah, he does. Even through entertainment. Yeah. Even through entertainment. Oh, yeah. Oh, most so, definitely. In fact, <laughs> I, 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 bet you, I bet you any money, all the video games, not the basketball or the football, man, that's, but all the video games – all the games are violent games. You know, the yeah. op, ops games and shooting and killing and all that kind of stuff. It's, they're violent. <laughs> Violence is right. predominant. So I hear you, my brother. All right, brother Ralph. All right, bro. I know you're going to break. Yep. I'll talk to you, man. All right. Peace, Peace to you, brother Ralph. Thank you so much, man. Peace. Yeah, man, brother Ralph, man. I appreciate him. I really do. It's a good brother, man. His heart is right. You know, he's frustrated like all of us are and should be. Because you know this is a, this is a maddening situation. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, take a break, and uh, the, the break we have today is uh, Norman Connors. Not Norman Connors. Uh, Michael Henderson, who recently passed. Uh, Michael Henderson passed here in Georgia. Uh, you know, Michael Henderson was a, uh, a really good musician, bass player, and so forth. Uh, he was born July 7th of 1951. He was 72 years old. He died last week. Died the 19th. He died the 19th. Uh, in Dallas, Georgia. Here in Dallas, Georgia. He's from Yazoo, Mississippi. He was born in Yazoo, Mississippi and moved to Detroit. And uh, played with many bands. Played with Miles. Stevie Wonder. His, his association with the dramatics was, was is my connection. And I remember um, a song that he put out back in the 80s, Why Receiver. <laughs> uh, it was a jam, man. It was the early 80s. Michael Henderson, of course, I definitely remember his association with Norman Connors, You Are My Starship. Beautiful song. And uh, also to his duets with Gene Carn and, of course, um, my sister, um, you know, she's, I mean, a really good duet with Phyllis Hyman. And so we're going to play that. We're going to play that because um, 
in fact, it's a, it's a it, we're going to play the first one you'll hear is my starship, his associates with Norman Connors, and then we deserve each other, his um, duet with Phyllis Hyman, uh, brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. We'll be right back. You stay with us. Hold on here. I got to do this. See, sometimes I just get ahead of myself. You know what I'm saying? You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com.
You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Welcome back, brothers and sisters. Once again, you're listening to African Perspectives. Here on the Motherland Media Network, on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com, that was Michael Henderson. You are my starship with Norman Connors and, uh, of course, with Phyllis Hyman. We both need each other. And like I said, I, I, I like Michael Henderson, too, because he gave the dramatics, one of their best songs, my favorite songs, Be My Girl. You know, once the dramatics get a song like something like that, boy, they make it their own. So he gave them that song. Recently, I have a song for you guys. Thank you, Michael Henderson. Yeah, he died the 19th right here in the, in the Atlanta area of Dallas, 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 Georgia. Died of cancer at 71, Michael Henderson. Let's get back to what we were talking about. Some ridiculousness. <laughs> about Emmett Till and that's not ridiculous Emmett Till uh, just as as it been stated that uh, his mother Mamie Till became one of the uh, you know women of the women of the movement as she was called one of the queen mothers yeah Mamie Till fought desperately for justice for her son and of course the best they could do was what happened down in that damn courthouse in Mississippi and even though there was a warrant out for the arrest of Carolyn Bryant Dunham, it will never be served. But here's another slap in the face. The new Emmett Till opera, the new Emmett Till opera is written by a Caucasian woman and stars a fictional Caucasian woman. And what could possibly go wrong? When Caucasian people tell American African stories through the lens of Caucasianness, <laughs> you don't get American African history or African history story that benefits American African people. You get a black story that's sanitized for white consumption. You get a black story that is sanitized for white consumption. One day, a Caucasian woman spoke up in the morning and decided, excuse me, woke up. <laughs> so, woke up in the morning and decided that making an opera about Emmett Till was a good idea. That Caucasian woman got a bunch of black people involved whom she would have needed in order to make this even plausible, of course. But that won't change. In fact, that the American African people is opposed to the very idea of an opera range from skeptical to what the fuck is this caucasoid caucasian eye shit here so i had to say those things i'm sorry you know well fortunately you can say that because you're on internet but we don't want to be cussing on time for an awakening yeah some of my callers be like yeah right brother oshi because <laughs> some of my callers be i mean we all of us man we at times have issues so I got a few people in the queue. Just let me get this. This is a very short article here about this opera, the Emmett Till opera, written by a Caucasian woman with one of the Caucasians uh, starring in it. If history has taught us anything else, one would think it's obvious that it has taught us nothing, nothing having to do with Emmett Till that begins with a Caucasian woman in some, 
ends well. Anyway, Emmett Till, the opera, will have its world premiere back in March, March 23rd, with an encore performance on March 24th at the Gerald W. Lynch. <laughs> that's a that's appropriate name, Lynch Theater at John Jay College in New York. According to the Playbill, the monthly magazine about theatrical productions, the opera was written by a playwright and author, Caucasian woman Claire Koss, who based it on her award-winning 2013 play, Emmett, Down in My Heart. Mm. Here's a description as reported by Playbill. In the opera, the story is approached through the lens of Marianne Taylor, a young Caucasian woman who teaches high school science in Drew, Mississippi. Roanne is against Jim Crow law, segregation, and the racial inequality that she sees around her, but remains silent. She is the opera's only fictional character and represents what Martin Luther King called the ultimate tragedy, the silence of good people. Featuring both a American-African chorus and a Caucasian chorus, Emmett Till weaves the horrific murder of Till, Mamie Till, Till Mosley's transformation from private citizen to activist. Uncle Mo's right, bold decision to break the Delta Code and testify at the trial. And Anne Roanne's Taylor's journey toward a sense of responsibility. So, to recap, a Caucasian woman writes an Emmett Till play that centers on a fictional Caucasian woman and her equally uh, fictional Caucasian savior coming of age journey. You got it? <laughs> now look, I haven't seen the play and I don't plan on seeing it and seeing the opera. All I'm saying is that when Caucasian people tell American African stories through the lens of whiteness, you don't get American African history or African history story that benefits us as a people. You get a black story that sanitizes for white consumption. It's also worth mentioning that the play features American African composer Mary uh, Watkins, American African conductor uh, Tanya Leon, and Liz Player, an American African uh, clarinetist and, and the founder and executive director of the Harlem Chamber Players. And these are just a few of American African people involved in this production. Still, the American African response to the premise <coughs> matters walk up to a random American African person and say hey bro did you know Emmett Till's story is being made into an opera did you know that the opera is the brainchild of a white woman did you know this white woman created Emmett Till's opera went out of her, his way to star a fictional white woman who has nothing to do with the real story suffice to say said the black person who will likely look at you like uh, you just informed them that Donald Trump was producing a Jim Crow documentary called uh, Very Fine People on Both <laughs> Very Fine People on Both Sides. <laughs> to give you a clue, here are some uh, Twitter reactions. <laughs> yeah, that's, that was a good one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what are you even talking about? Know the truth, and this story about a fictional white woman that has nothing to do with him until is disgraceful, disrespectful. 
it is written from the point of view of a fictional white woman, the truth has nothing to do with it then. Sounds like the truth makes it uncomfortable and it should. You know, oh, look, another white person centering themselves. Heck, I'm out of here. I heard that. Why do we need to hear the truth from yet another white person? This is not new, nor is it the truth, because the story is approached through the lens of Roanne Taylor, a young white woman who teaches high school science in Drew, Mississippi. How is that progressive at all? And you're right. It should be lost on no one that this opera comes on the heels of the U.S. Senate's passing an anti-lynching bill named for Emmett Till after more than a century of failed attempts to pass bills of its like. Of course, since lynching is already very much illegal and, and hate crime statues are already on a thing, the passing of this bill seems largely symbolic, and that's all it is. Symbolism without substance. But, but there's Emmett Till's symbolism, and then there's Emmett Till's theater. The latter is going to be a hard sell for American Africans, no matter how many black people are involved in this production. This just isn't a good look. You got that right. So how y'all feel about Emmett Till, the opera? <laughs> uh, 404. 404, good afternoon. Hey, okay, man. Hey, hey Research West, who rude, my brother? How you doing, man? How you feel about the, the Emmett Till opera? Uh. <laughs> Bro, that's a disgrace. Any black person that participated in there or watch it, man, they're a damn fool, man. Yeah, well. Okay, that's. Bruh, yeah, that come bad, on, man. Yeah, that'll See? happen. That'll happen just like Brother Ralph wasn't feeling in the new yeah. Emmett Till movie. There's a new Emmett Till movie right. that's coming out. You know, Oprah is right. one of the producers of it, you know, and uh, yeah. the same way. It's, man. It's, time, it's time for us to stop participating in this damn tomfoolery, man. Yeah. I talked I talk to a wise dude. I agree with Ralph. What do you say? But sometimes when pe- I try to think five times before I even say something or do something, man. Because see, a uh, uh, delusion is, is what they say. A delusion is when they say the devil don't exist. So these stupid Negroes under mind control, man. You got to sometimes when you think you fighting for our freedom, you we be uh, uh, added to our. our, our in in uh incarceration, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, we got to thank for what what we do and what we say, man. Okay. Okay. You heard this story. Take this story out. I don't know if you knew about this. About a couple of months ago, it was a sheriff convention, right? You know, Judge Hatchet went there with Thomas Brown and ex sheriff of DeKalb County. Some redneck cracker drunk a uh, 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 sheriff. He tried, he was filling up Judge Hatchet, man. Putting his Is hand that on right? <laughs> no, I haven't heard yeah, you this. you don't know about that? No. Yeah, uh-uh. man. And so, oh, Thomas Brown posted me in her, uh, her day. He didn't do nothing, man. He didn't do nothing. Was sitting there watching me and talking about the cracker was drunk. He didn't do nothing, man. What kind of shit is that? We supposed to be protecting our women, man. I That's know y'all for like sure. Well, That's bro, for sure. He should have done all, something. He should have right away pushed him off of her, called for a... Uh, 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 police or somebody there to arrest his ass for sexual harassment. Bruh, it should have went down like I that. Agree. But what did she say? She, uh, I ain't heard, they ain't heard okay. what her statement was, man. But look at here, man. See, our brothers, well, I learned this a long time ago when I was eight years old, man. Mm-hmm. The best defense 
is against offense. A man supposed to check, protect his women and children. Because see, what I learned in Ocean, uh, uh, you, when you walking with a woman and a child, uh, children, you keep them in front of you, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You keep them in front of you. Like a, you ever seen a lion with a lioness? And they right. Dub, right. The, the male line he keeps them in front of them. Right. So if anything happen to them, he he take their ass out. Well, right? yeah, because he could see things coming and he's behind. So ain't nothing yeah. going to behind yes, on, on them. So he can protect them, right? I yes, got sir. You. Yes, sir. Yeah, I got you. I, I learned this ever since I was eight years old, mm-hmm. man. I got three sisters, man, younger than me. Mm-hmm. And my whole life, I've been protecting them, man. I kept yeah. them in front of me all the time. We'd be together, man. Mm-hmm. Just in case some shit jump off. I got to be the be the be the be uh take care of my folk, man. Yeah. Okay, that's simple law of physics, man. So these brothers, man, that's what I'm talking about, the illusion, man. These Negroes walking around thinking everything is a joke, la di da, la di di da da. We at war, man. You can't we gotta always be thinking that war, man. That's the way I look at it, man. Mm-hmm. Ain't, ain't no more time for bullshit, man. I hear you. They're trying to take these crackers out. And, and check this out. It's another movie I call uh some white lady wrote called The Woman King, man. By the, by the uh, particular uh, African queen, now they calling her a king. It's a whole. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yes. Yeah, that's my. Uh, what's the name? That's some bullshit too. You think so? I don't know. I got. I got to see for yourself because yeah, yeah. you know there's some yeah, women. No, there was you, no, no. Hold on, hold yeah. on. Research West. Got to yeah. do more research because there was yeah. some bad sisters. Sister Queen Anna Maria. Right. There were some me, really listen, bad listen, sisters. Listen, listen. Okay, I, go ahead. Let me explain what's going on. Man. Okay. Okay. I talked to Judge Joe Brown, and Joe Brown said it just right, man. Ain't no, uh, even though if that would have happened, ain't no man gonna go to war, uh, uh, no, for, uh, let the woman be in charge, man. That's the oh, whole that's, problem now. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, hold on. Just listen to Joe Brown. Hold on. I, I don't give a damn saying, who bro. it is because you gotta understand, Af- maybe Joe Brown don't understand African culture because there was always queens who, st- who well, stepped up. If you look at, if you look at well, the history. Yeah, if you look at, well, fast yeah, forward now, fast forward now with this machismo, yeah. this all male uh, testosterone, all this shit, you're right. You're right. Calm down. Let's just think. Let's think. Let's think. Don't even do emotion. Now, let's think. Mm-hmm. Look at the predicament we're in now, man. Mm-hmm. Okay? Where did we under, we in prisons of war, man. Okay. So that shit apparently didn't work, man. I'm looking at the results, what happened, and the algorithm, man. Okay? Mm-hmm. That shit ain't work, man. It ain't work. We still under captivity, man. These demons, well, let me man. just say this. It's not, it's hold, like, hold on, it's hold nice on, Wes. Yeah. Hold, hold on, Wes. Nice what happened? Yeah. It worked at the time. At that time, it worked. It worked when uh, uh, when uh, uh, Queen Nzinga was kicking the, the Portuguese ass, and men were following her when they kicked the Portuguese ass. It worked when King Queen Gaasantewa. In Ghana, it worked then. No, it's you're right. It's not working today. It is a different type of warfare today, different types of weaponry today. See, so I understand what you're right. saying, and you're right. You're right about that. But the bottom line is, is for us that men and women yeah, work together and be emo- out of you're all emotional, man. Who me? I'm mute myself. Yeah, yeah, the way you talking, man. I try to talk sensible, man. We got to. No, I'm not emotional. I'm talking sense. I'm trying to make you understand that at one time it worked. When when a yeah. sister took the forefront, there have been there are African queens, African women warriors that are known historically, historically. Right, I can. You know, right. and so what? So what Joe Brown is talking about? Maybe he don't know that history because in in, in the situation that is here today right. and in the world today, I agree with you. No, brother, I'm not talking emotional. I'm talking historical. 
Yes, I agree with you. I okay. do kind of get emotional sometimes because what has happened to us sometimes just sometimes the emotion of it and the fact that we can't get yeah. ourselves out of it stirs up yeah. those kinds of emotions because all it takes for us to get out of it is our right minds. It yeah, don't you take nothing be a right but man. that. Military. That's Military. right. Because our right minds. Military. That's what it takes. Cut their goddamn throat. I agree with yeah. Jay and Ralph, man. Yeah. We, we got to uh, fight back prestigiously, man. Well, the thing like is, the that's going to be, really. but see, that's going to be a problem huh? because we haven't come together to do that. We might be some well, hit and miss oh. here and there, but we haven't come together collectively to do that because I agree with you, Brother West. In order for us to do yeah. that, we're going to have to fight ourselves out of this. We can't legislate this. We can't get a, a, a oh, vote yeah. on this. You know, the, not in this system, the, no. system, man. No, the because see, there are the delusion is a lot of our people don't even know that we at war, man. Oh, of course they, they don't. Going along to get along. Of course and, they don't. And, and even even that, that's why I thank God for the animals. You seen that black seal tear that tear that white devil up? That black seal would eat tear her ass up, bro. That was beautiful, man. Ooh, I love it. Man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I saw it, man. <laughs> yeah, well, it's quite time to be alive, man. Yes, it is. Yes, it is, man. We had walk, man. Yeah. Ain't no time for no laughing, uh, for uh, shucking and jiving, man. These folks mm-hmm. mean business, man. Even with this <laughs> damn shot, man. These folks mean business. There's no way necessary to try to take us out. But the good thing is, everything they're doing is backfiring on them, man. It's slowly but surely. It's going to take a minute. But all this demon shit is over, man. Yeah. They ain't getting away with nothing no more, man. They ain't getting the law of nature on their ass. Well, let's just hope so. Well, I'm going to tell you, you know, the law of nature is real. Climate change is real. What's happening on this planet is real. And you see see what's happening mostly in areas where there's a lot of white folks in Europe. Europe is is baking. And and, and, in this country, in this state, in the United States, in this country, man, this place is baking, Jack. And there ain't yeah, no and relief some in some places on fire. Some places yeah. on fire. Literally on fire. Yeah, literally on fire, brother. Man. Yeah. And then you see this other plague got coming out with monkey pox with all them boys yeah. and shit. Yeah. It's the second plague, man. Yeah. God, get, get their ass, bro. It's beautiful. Even <laughs> the boys and shit. That's the plague, man. On the okay. ass, bro. All right, brother Just West. <laughs> It's fun time to be alive to see these devils getting uh getting their just desserts, man. Yeah, well, if they're not getting their reciprocity and their uh, retribution, well, I know we don't see it. Me, Some of us don't see it, but I let see me say, it. Or, yeah, let me, somebody else, man. Right on, brother West. I appreciate you, man. Love you, brother. Peace, man. Love. Stay strong. Peace. Keep your fist balling up, uh, y'all. All right. All right. Oh man, Jay was on there for a minute. Where'd you go? Where'd you go, dear brother? <laughs> Yeah. You know, symbolically, there was a um, a vote on the anti-lynching bill and and and, and the vote in, in the House was 422 to three. And one of the three was uh, this cat named uh, Roy, Chip Roy, you know, out of uh, Republican out of Texas. And, and, and his mindset is that lynching is a metaphor for justice. So he don't want to vote on the anti-lynching. Lynching is a metaphor for justice. You know? And, and that, that, that word offers protection. All right. All right, good afternoon. Good afternoon. 
Yes, go ahead. Hello? Unknown caller. Unknown caller. Go ahead. Uh, good good, good um, morning. Um, oh, hey, my brother. How you doing, Brother Paul? Uh, I'm doing uh, absolutely fantastic. Appreciating life and uh, just trying to do better. Right on. Every day, brother. Trying to do better. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, you know, maybe soul of Emmett to rest in peace. Yes, I um, say. Yes, I agree. Yeah. But, I mean, what yeah. they're doing in, in this situation with Emmett Till, and I, I didn't know this until just a few days ago, especially when they're uh, talking about a new movie coming out and it was some black uh, backlash about the movie, and the uh, the anti-lynching uh, bill that, that was passed. And, of course, one Caucasian Texas representative from uh, uh, Texas, representative from Texas, a chip, Roy, he said, uh, lynching is a metaphor for justice. So I ain't going to vote against that because we, I want lynching to still be there because I want you to know that uh, when you do wrong, we're going to lynch your ass. And you may not be a rope around a tree or something like that like it was 70, 40 years ago, you know, but it'll still be a lynching nonetheless because we White folks want to maintain justice. <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah, well, you know, I I I, I hear what you say, and I have a slightly different mm -hmm. um, take on on it um, on on the, this process um, of the movie making and uh, etc. Go ahead, you know, yeah. Because, because, yeah. Like I said to you before, uh, and, and I heard Brother Ralph today, and I'm totally, absolutely, 100 million percent with him when he talks about responsibility. And I know, I know that um, a great deal of us, or some of us who are, who are conscious, are not there. They're not on that page. They're on mm. a different page. Their page suggests that uh, this white man is superior. He has a system which is superior. And... Um, with that argument, they, they seem to, to me, my, my interpretation of that, they suggest that because the only time I recognize something as superior, if you're talking about the divine, mm. you're talking about the divine, then you talk about superior. I, for one, cannot buy this argument that the white man is superior because I can't accept that he's divine right. at all. I can't accept there's I... no part of my anatomy which will allow me to, to accept him as divine. No way. It, it won't be in this life, the next life, or the life after. And there's no argument what could convince me that he has anything which is superior. What he has is uh, uh, he has a right to survive. And he's fighting for his survival. And I recognize that. Like anything else, everything on this planet has a right to survive. He feels he has a right to survive above and beyond anybody else. Well, that's his psyche. You understand? And... I go back to what Ralph says about taking responsibility because responsibility really means the ability to respond. And the question is, have we devised anything which gives us the ability to respond? No. He has. He devised, he devised the gun. Right. which gave him the upper hand. Okay? He devised that to fight for his superior. It wasn't that he was superior. He wasn't divine. He devised that because he knew he had to survive. Right. He knew that. Okay? Right. But somehow in our psyche... 
Baba Ochi, we become complacent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. We become complacent. Maybe it was when we built this Bible and he told us that he was God. Maybe then we just accepted it mm -hmm. uh, because we got tired of fighting each other. And another thing I, which, which I know people ain't going to like, and I'm most conscious people don't like this, is another part of my own research. I feel that this problem, this, this infighting started long before any Arab comes or any white man comes to us. And the reason why I say that, because the same patterns exist today, which existed then. Mm -hmm. um, the white man calls it tribalism. I don't call it tribalism. It's both deeper than tribalism. Deeper than tribalism. It goes into the DNA. Mm -hmm. Because the DNA is what divines man. The DNA is what's fighting for survival. It's the DNA wants to survive. So the DNA doesn't really care if you're black, white, whatever. It doesn't care who you are. It just needs to survive. That's why we reprocreate. We reprocreate. We have children because we want them to carry our DNA. The children carry the DNA. They're the survivors. If the children don't survive, then your DNA line is dead. You don't survive. You only survive in a memory. Okay? Mm -hmm. So it's, we, we, we are just the vehicles for that DNA. And it's that what wants to survive. And that DNA is in everything. And in every part. And everything you see is there. And it wants to survive. Watch the plant. Mm -hmm. The weeds will overgrow the next one because it wants to survive. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I agree. So, yeah. The DNA in that, it wants to, and it will drop its seeds. And the more successful it is in dropping its seeds, it's about survival. It's not about superior, even over heat superior. It's about survival. Well, and to me, well, Francis, has the right, this white man has the right to survive. Yeah. And so do we. Right. And the, at the moment, and the moment we recognize that we have the right to survive here, the right to survive, then we're going to do what's necessary and, 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 and make things or cause things to happen which give us the ability to respond. Because right now we're not really doing that. Right. We're just going along to get along. Exactly. We're just reacting to everything he says and does. He makes a movie. We react to it. We, he, he, he says that um, he doesn't like the way we teach in schools. We react to it. We need to stop reacting to him and devise methods. How are we going to get back at him? I mean, like I said to you before, Baba Ochi, how many prisons have we built for him, this devil? How many? None is the answer. None. We've not built one prison for this devil. Not one. What does that tell you? We're not thinking about building something for, to, to, to respond to his... He's, he's, he's madness. We're not doing that. We're just right. going along to get along and reacting all the time. Right. Telling right. us that his time is over. Let me tell you this, Baba Ochi. His time is not over. He's just getting started. Anyone who thinks his time is over, let me tell you, they don't understand nothing about war. And I'm going to tell you again. Anyone who tells you at war, they're in dreamland. We're not at war. How can we be at war? How, what tools have we made to fight back? How many bombs have we made? How many guns? How many airplanes have we made? None. Listen. None. None. We're not at war. We're not at war. We have, we, have, we, we have been warred upon. Brother, Brother Paul, we have been warred upon. But our response right. is weak. Our response is We've pathetic. Our response... We are being taken out by the yes, right. We are being taken out on every continent. Listen, wherever you are, I know you live in, in a predominantly black uh, area, right? I've even heard it said over there. Let me mm -hmm. tell you how real this is. I've even heard people in America on these radio platforms talk about people, people who they grew up with don't see again. The same is happening here. What do you think they have? They've been taken out. Let me tell you what they've been taken out. They've been taken out in the hospitals, okay? They've been taken out by the drugs, okay? They've been taken out by the alcohol. They've been taken out by the stuff they put in the marijuana. 
still being taken out. Yeah. If you want yeah. to, it's a document, right? You, 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 if you want to understand, if you want to understand what I'm talking about, go and read this document. It's called Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars. Let me say it again. It's called Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars. Mm. And they are operating these silent weapons on us. Yeah. Right? From the vaccines to the medicine to the food. Listen, we don't have to talk about vaccines. The diabetes alone is killing off the black people in America. It's killing them off. The children first. Mm-hmm. Diabetes. Diabetes is serious. Let me killing let me let me off. catch another caller. Paul, you hang on, okay? You hang on, my brother. Let me catch another caller. Three four seven, three four seven. Good hey, afternoon. Yeah, hey, yeah, Oshie, your love of the white man is the reason why you ain't winning. What are you talking about building prisons for someone who governs you? He's not going to let you build no prison for him and then willfully, like we do, go inside of the prison? <laughs> you, you know what I mean? The white man ain't going to let you do nothing but serve him as far as he concerned. Mm-hmm. You serve no you serve no purpose to him other than the server. He don't he don't give a damn about you. All the white man never do for for the black man is take, 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 take. He don't give you nothing. He don't have no reason to give you nothing. You don't demand see, nothing. You can't even demand civil rights and get that right. So why he gonna pay you any mind? You don't even know how to organize to get to the position to put him in an uncomfortable position. Man, the white man treats you the way he do because in all honesty and all truthfulness, we a bunch of dumbasses. We don't think as a collective. We don't think about beating him. We think about getting along with him. We think about going in a position of him loving us and treating us the way that we believe we deserve to be treated. White man don't give a half about you. Never have and never will. Say that again. The white man who sleep you with can you say that again. Don't give a damn about you. The white That's woman right. who sleep with you, she don't give a damn about you. Mm-hmm. White people don't give a damn about no black people. They ain't your friend. They ain't your ally. They ain't nothing but your effing enemy. And yeah. until you get to the point to where you understand that, you'll always be in the subservient position. You'll always be in the position when trying to figure out how you can do what's best for him under the auspice that it may be good for you. It's that plain and simple, man. And I mean, see, come and, on, and, man. And, and, and that's why what I keep professing is very, very difficult. Very difficult to be a Pan-Africanist, to be a cultural nationalist, to have a vision Maybe for African people. If you're going to be a Pan-Africanist you know, and you're going to be a nationalist and you're going to be all of that, like I said Monday, shut the continent down and start killing mofos you know, immediately. And, and, that's what you, that's, that's Pan-Nationalism, that's nationalism, that's all of that in a nutshell. You got to shut it down get rid of all of the nationalities that are there and didn't start killing mm-hmm. people. So Then I, you got to see who agrees with what you're doing. Those that don't agree with you, got to kill them. You definitely, before you get to them, you got to kill all of the drug users and all of the drug dealers. And then you got to see who's willing to conform with the direction that you determine the country 
and the continent goes forward. Those that disagree, those that want to talk about sky daddyism and all of that, got to kill them. That's all. <laughs> Can't play yeah. no game. So that means if you got to kill millions and millions of Africans and, and that's and that's that's to liberate the deal. African people. So, so that be they could have sovereignty and be so able be to govern themselves, then you just kill them. That's all, because yeah, they, so be they wasteless users anyway. Now, nobody wants to hear that because of their Christian belief or their Islamic belief or their so-called belief that that's a form of savagery or this and that and that and that. But history proves, because Bob did it, that's the only way you could get your country to act as a united front on a certain level and keep the savages, yeah. the vagabonds, the low lives, even, the ones that ain't in the unity in line. That's but, all. Yeah. But 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 even in the Mao revolution, in the communist revolution, that failed because what you have today in China is the same kind of stratification you have in Western society. Rich people under that, a group of other rich people, and then a mass amount of poverty. They have more abject deep poverty in China. In China than they have in a lot of other places around the world. Well, that, that, that's everywhere, brother. You know? There's no there's no utopia. There's no utopia place. But the one thing is that they were able to get rid of those that were running the country rough shot, those that were taking advantage of the country no doubt. and doing those necessary things to put it on a semi-one accord. That's something Africa doesn't have. I mean, Africa doesn't even have governance over the resources of the country. And here it is, we talking about, you know, yeah. working hand in hand. Why was I... Why would I work hand in hand, as my beautiful brother Ralph always says in you, unify or die, when the one that I'm trying to unify may be the one who killed me or robbed me or treat me in an un unforgiving fashion? Because he don't really believe in nationalism. No, he don't. He don't believe in brotherhood. No. He don't believe in those things that it takes to have the type of civilization that we when, we envision. When you, you live, know, Jay, Jay, when with you, all of Jay. the problems with all of the problems that China has or may have, when it comes down to uniting and fighting the oppressor, they there. They take their business. That's they don't right. allow they nobody there. to come in there and, there and run shot over the country yeah. or oppress the Chinese people. Yeah. So hey, it's some good and it's some bad. Maybe we could. Yeah, you're right about that. I, I, place where I the can good never. Could happen. I, I I definitely can't argue with with that particular point. And the point being, as far as I'm concerned, is that we have these so-called 54 independent countries, sovereign. Yeah, right countries that are still under the control, most of them by Europeans. Uh, by Europeans. Prince Germany, all of them. You know, that are still How you under, gonna the be control, under the governance? How you, you know? gonna be under the governance of a goddamn queen uh, yeah. of England? I, I mean, yeah. come on, man. You gotta be out of your effing mind. Yeah. How you gonna be under a governance of the French and the French ain't even got a nuclear bomb? Yeah. 
How you? I mean, you supposed to, you supposed to fight to the death to get that chokehold off of your neck, man. Yeah. I mean, it's just like. But we are, we we are scared. We are scared to fight for what is rightfully ours. And the the bottom line is, maybe we like being under the thumb of other groups. Maybe we look. Maybe that's where we've gotten to the point to where we don't feel that we as a people can govern ourselves, and we need other people to govern us. Yeah. Maybe maybe we've we've pumped out to that point because you know we don't we don't feel that we could do what's necessary to move us forward as as a, as a people. I don't know. I but don't, I, I know. You know. Let me to, just say this. We need to do something. Let me let, let me say this. You know, we've had some brilliant men and women who understood this dilemma that we're in and articulated it very well. But the masses of our people haven't moved in that direction because those men and women have been thwarted by the Negroes. The Negroes, those who continue to want white Caucasian favor and will do their bidding. And that's what we still have to this very day. That's why I agree with you. We, and if, if, if we want Africa, the continent of Africa, which is ours, it's the only place on the planet that we can make a legitimate claim and don't have to say shit to anybody else about it. We can't do it in the Caribbean. We can't do it in all the other places I just mentioned. I mentioned the amount of people who are in our diaspora in Brazil. Most Africans outside of Africa, even outside the country of Nigeria, is in Brazil. Over 100 million of us in Brazil. And we don't run a goddamn thing in Brazil. Nothing. And so everywhere we are. They have the most Africans outside of the continent here in Brazil. Yeah. And so wherever we are, we're in a subservient position. As Dr. Bobby Wright said, it defies all laws of probability. Wherever they are, we are, we're in a subservient position and they're in control. And so this dynamic, the only way this dynamic can change, and it won't change because of us here in America, the, these brothers and sisters here in America still believe American has a, 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 a place for us. We don't understand the mineral wealth of the continent and how it is still after all these hundreds of years of being plundered and raped and ripped off still has more natural resources than any other place on the damn planet that we could put it under our control if we, damn it, just unify. If we just come together and say, these are the things that we're going to do and get a cadre of leadership and like-minded people and give directives to our people, to our warriors, to make it happen. And the only place that it can happen is on the continent. That is ours. It's the only place that it can happen. But yet, we cling to Europe we cling to America and all these other places uh, have more pride in being Jamaican and Trinidadian and, and, and Cuban, all that madness, when we don't run nothing there either. We, you know, Brother Jay and Brother Listeners, I'm going to get Brother Paul in here on this conversation. And Brother West, too. Brother Research, Research West. Brother, Brother Paul, y'all want to add something to this conversation? We only got a couple of minutes. Yeah, so you right, man. Everybody's been right, man. Yeah. And uh and uh that's the main thing. We get our minds together and talking it out and 
I know we ain't gonna get everybody, but one. No, uh, we don't need every damn once, body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, we don't a, need everybody. Certain percentage. Yeah. Like, just a certain percentage. Hey, 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 percentage. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey Wes, do yeah. you do you still believe in um, what you told Amy Goodman? God bless America. No, I mean, everybody changed, man. I That's said, right. God bless goddamn America. That's what I meant, bro. <laughs> you okay. got to look at the words, man. That's what I say. Nah, yeah. bro, don't damn, cut man. it out. Cut it out because okay. you was like a dead headlight, bro. Okay. Cut it out. I done seen the video 50 times. I'm oh, just okay, let's see you, what you man. got, man. What you? Yeah, I know, I'm, bro. I'm just, joke, I'm just joking with you, Wes. <laughs> I hear you. Stay calm. Stay calm. Yeah. I, I, I care nothing oh, okay. about America. Talk. I have no. Yeah. I, the only thing I care about, only thing I care about in America is its money. Other than that, I care nothing. I care nothing about America. I, I, I can. Right on. I could I could care. I could care less. I'm at. I'm right at. On. I'm at the point. I'm at the point. To whereas I don't bother nobody and ain't nobody gonna bother me and if they do then we gonna have to deal with what we gonna have to deal with. Other than that, that's it, man. You know, I mean, the reality is we live in a in, in, in a country to whereas if you got Negroes sick enough to follow uh, Al Sharpton, the NAACP, the Urban League, the um the Rainbow Push Coalition and all these other groups, sororities, fraternities, then I know my people are sick. Because those, yeah. those, and, those and the black black organizations ain't doing nothing for you. I yeah, mean, they the ain't, black they black ain't doing crime, nothing uh, for, the, witches, for the betterment of black people, man. What you they say? Just, uh, hold, on, hold on, Jay. What'd you say, Wes? Black Lives Matter. Yeah, look at them women, man, them witches, man. Look at their manifesto. Just go to their website. Oh, they I've done down, that. Man. I, 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 man, that ain't even, they ain't it, even in the argument, bro. Yeah. I mean, well, anybody, yeah, that yeah. Pushes, anybody that pushed them freaks, something wrong with you. Yeah. you but know? they got a lot I of mean, money. Just, well, hey, hey, listen. Listen, let me, let, me, let me put it to you this way. They got a whole lot of money, did a whole lot of funny business with the money, and nope. has anybody gone after them? No. So what do that tell you? No. They're government they're paid up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, paid opposition, bro. They're government. They're government. They're government agency. Because with the things, some of the things that have been said about what they did fiscally in regards to that organization. Come on, man. Yeah. If there was someone else, they would definitely be the- under indictment. It's like the whole thing with with this. This psychopath Trump. Yeah. I mean, the thing that he's yep. getting away with is ridiculous. If it was somebody black. Oh, they wouldn't have gotten away It's ridiculous. With this. Hold on, let me get Paul in here, brother Paul. Go ahead. Yeah, thanks, brother Ochi. Yeah, like I just say, you know, we've, we've got to have emotion. Yeah, we have to have emotion, energy in motion. Without energy in motion, you're dead. You're flatlining, right? That's as simple as that. And we've got to fight this cause. We're, you know, we can't be all doom and gloom, the black man this, the black man that, the black man can't do this. It can't be that. We know the problem. The solution is know thyself. We've got to know each other. And we've got to communicate just like you do. Reach out. Because lots of us shout loud and really ain't saying much. And the reality of it is we've got to communicate with each other. Anybody can kill. It's not that difficult to kill. That's the easiest thing to kill. Hitler did it. Did it was it successful? No. 
It was, and I'm glad you said that Chinese thing wasn't successful because he wasn't successful. It's the easiest thing to kill. It doesn't take two seconds. But the reality is that we've got to fight for life and we've got to fight for our people. And we've got to fight now, in this life, the next life, and the time after. Baba OT, keep up the good work and keep the fire going. Hey, Paul, hey, Paul, 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 Paul. You, you write about that uh, 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 that weapon, man, that uh, uh, style of weapons for quiet war. Paul, you, you know... They got a weapon called uh, the Mosquito, where only people under 25 can hear it, man. A sound weapon called the Mosquito. Check that out, Paul. And by, by the way, in, uh, yeah, 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 but let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Let me tell my friend Jay this. Okay. There's no greater killer on this planet than English. Let me tell you that, and you right. better recognize that. That's there's right. There's no greater killer on this planet than the English. That's how they made it. That's how they took the world, and that's why you're speaking English. That's right. That's right. Right on, brother Paul. I swear, that's yep. why I can't stand the damn British. Listen, family, you that know right. it's my time to go. I appreciate it. Brother Paul's gone. Brother Jay, lo- love you. Brother <clears throat> brother Research West, love you guys. Baba and Albuquerque, you know I love you, my brothers. And all those who are listening, we end this program like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko. The most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the minds of the oppressed. This program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind. But not just the M-I-N-D, but the M-I-N-E, because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources that everybody wants, think they can't do without, and they sure hell, damn it, don't want to pay for. Brothers and sisters, you have a blessed and wonderful day. Shimhotep means go in peace. Asante Sana means thank you. Bibi Fahodie. Bibi Fahodie means our victorious destiny. Brothers and sisters, we will be victorious. I hope to see you on Friday, family. Hope to see you on Friday. Have a blessed day. Peace. Man, 